Chapter 8. So Sienna had had her um, momentous presentation at the showcase with her friends and her classmates. And now she felt extra safe in her, in her class at school because she knew that if anything peculiar happened, her classmates would understand and would be respectful. She was no longer worried about whether or not strange happenings would come upon her if she was at in class or in the library. She felt very don't, comfortable. Don't the classroom have windows? <laughs> yes, but nobody else was around. Nobody saw that she was floating. And everybody was very respectful. The students in her class told their parents and asked their parents to be respectful, just like Sienna had asked. Sienna felt a huge relief not having to hide all of the changes that she was going through. And also, she felt a huge relief not having to have answers for all of the changes because she still was learning. She didn't understand everything. She was just having these peculiar experiences. And sometimes they felt great, and sometimes they felt scary. And sometimes they were concerning and sometimes they were exciting. And it was all over the board of feelings and emotions. But the end of the school year was coming. And Sienna had the opportunity to go to summer camp. Now this was the second time she'd go to summer camp. Uh, She had been the year before. And she had a lovely time where they did activities... Like swimming and cooking. She was really looking forward to it. She even got to ride a horse the previous year. So her and her friends would go on the summer camp together. But this year, only Sophia could go to summer camp. To the same one, because her other two friends had decided to go to a summer camp that was all about music. And so she was excited that Sophia was going, but she was also a little bit nervous. Sienna and her parents talked about what it could be like if something happened while she was at summer camp. And they decided to tell the camp counselor what was going on so that the camp counselor could help support and take good care of Sienna while she was there. They happened to be very good friends with the camp counselor, so they had her over for dinner and they explained and asked if it would still be okay for Sienna to go. And the camp counselor said it was perfectly fine and that they would take good care of her. Sienna made lots of grounding cake and uh, before she left for camp, and she took it, and she also made grounding biscuits, which are like cookies, <sighs> from her own recipe book that she had created in class. And so, I can't wait for power. So she, she went away to camp, and she was, she had no unusual experiences for the first three days. But then one night she fell asleep and she had a dream. In this dream, what do you think happened? I don't know. So in, in the dream... She was in the forest, in the enchanted forest, and there was a little bunny, 
a little tiny bunny that had just been born. And the little tiny bunny was near its mother, but it was having a hard time. Now, it wasn't the only tiny bunny that had been born. There were seven in total. The mother had had seven bunnies. Wow. But this one little bunny was just having a very hard time. And Sienna somehow knew that it was having a hard time. And she went over in her dream, picked up the bunny, put it in her hands, and a big ball of light circled the little bunny. And the little bunny started to glow and float right above her hands. Just imagine a little tiny bunny and a ball of light all around it, and it was floating just above her hands. But it was still... Is her power, whatever she touches, starts glowing and floating for its no, that's a good guess. So the bunny was 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 floating, and then it was glowing, and then about twenty five seconds after that, the glow went away. Its its fur was shimmering a little bit, and it landed back in her hands. And then the shimmer went away, she put her hands on the ground, and the bunny hopped away and went over to the mother with the rest of them and no longer looked like it was struggling. It was as if when she held the bunny in her hands and all of the light that surrounded it, the bunny healed and got better. It was as if healing was coming through her hands. Now, when she woke up, she was floating in the air. And... She got a little bit startled and she did her breathing exercises and she was able to actually come down and fall back asleep. When she woke up in the morning, she wasn't floating. However, she did get really nervous. Nobody saw her floating that night. Everybody was sleeping when it happened. It was the middle of the night. But she was so nervous that morning that it would happen during her camp activities that she decided to eat some grounding cake just in case. She said, well, if I eat the grounding cake after I am floating, then, you know, I come down. But what if I eat it before? Then it means I won't float. And so she had some grounding cake. And that day she didn't float at all. So she thought, well, it must be working. So the next day she had some grounding cake. Now, this was very powerful grounding cake that she had learned to make that was a little bit stronger than the original recipe. And the next day she didn't float either. So she thought, well, must be, must be working. She was feeling a little bit tired, but she didn't really think anything of it. She just thought, wow, these camp activities are really fun. The next day, she had some grounding cake again. Because she's like, oh, it's working. I'm not floating. And then midway through the day, she started to feel a little bit sick. Not like when your bones hurt or anything, just kind of like she needed to lie down, like right away. And of course she couldn't because she was in the middle of an activity, but she went and told the counselor, I don't know why, I I think I need to go take a nap. And she went to her, her camp, to her bunk bed in her camp room, and she lied down. And her body was feeling very heavy. Her head was kind of spinning a little bit, and she felt some pressure coming on different sides of her head. Her tummy felt a little bit upset and she thought, well, maybe, maybe I ate too much of the cake and it's making my belly upset. I'm just getting a tummy ache. 
But it wasn't really like a tummy ache. It just was like, she just felt uncomfortable and tired and she just needed to lie down. She just felt so heavy. It was as if her whole body got three times as heavy as it usually was. And to everybody else, she looked like she was walking normal. But to her, she felt like she was making an incredible effort to move. Like every movement felt a little bit more difficult than it normally did. So she just decided to go to sleep because, you know, her body was so tired. She didn't really know what else to do. And as soon as she laid her head on her pillow, it just happened. She just fell asleep. And she had another dream. In this dream, it was very similar to the dream with the bunny. But instead of it being instead of it being a bunny that got hurt, it was she had a dream where her and Sophia were horseback riding and Sophia rode too close to a tree and her arm got scratched. And when Sienna went over to, to help her, she grabbed her arm, and before she realized it, Sienna's arm had a golden bandage around it of light, and within about 30 seconds, the wound was gone. She wasn't bleeding anymore. There was no cut. And Sophia had the bandage. Uh, Sienna put her hands on Sophia's arm, and... A, a light came out of her hands that looked like a bandage, like a light bandage wrapped around Sophia's arm. And the cut went away. And it healed. And both Sienna and Sophia looked at each other with their mouths wide open, being like, what just happened? And before she could continue in the dream, she woke up. And when she woke up, she did not feel well. She was barely floating above the ground, but she felt just really confused. She felt both like she was about to glow, but also like she was about to fall. And she felt a little bit nauseous and a little bit sick to her stomach. And she didn't understand what was going on. She'd never felt that way after she woke up from a dream. Well, she did not feel well enough. Um, even though she took a nap, she did not feel well enough to go to dinner that night. And the camp counselor brought her some food to her room, to, to the uh, bunk bed where she was sleeping, and told her that they were, she was going to call her mom to let her know that she wasn't feeling well. When the counselor came back after dinner, Sienna didn't look much better. She still looked like she wasn't feeling very well. And she tried to get up out of bed, but she was just really struggling. She just felt very, very weak. And so the camp counselor said, your mom sends her love and she said for you to give either her or Tetla a call and let her know how you're feeling. Tetla might be able to help you. So they brought a phone for Sienna to use and Sienna decided to call her mom to hear her voice and then to call Tetla. So she talked to her mom and her mom assured her that this might be something that is happening that they didn't understand, just, just like some of the other things that had happened. But for her to call Tetla to see if Tetla had any answers. And that if she still didn't feel well in the morning... Huh? What's Maki's sister's name? 
know. Isn't it Tetla? You never mentioned Maki's sister. Remember Maki? Maki had a sister who did who taught who made the cookies and the and the cakes. Sienna. Okay, Sienna. It was Talele. It was Talele. Sienna's the main character. No, I know Sienna, but what's Maki's sister's name? Well, I told you. I mean Talele. <laughs> I forgot Maki's sister's name. So she called to Laylee <laughs> and told her what had happened. She said, I, I don't feel well. I feel very tired. I had a dream and when I woke up, I, was, I wasn't floating. I was just barely above the ground and then I would fall back down on my bed and I felt very twisted and pulled in two different directions and really tired. And then she told her about the ground cake and Yes, Talele asked her, well, have you, have you been doing anything unusual? What have you been eating? Do you think you're sick to your stomach? It could just be that you're, that you, you got a cold or, a, you know, the flu and you're, or a stomach virus and your body's just responding to that and it's having these other weird symptoms. And Sienna said, well, I don't feel any, anything, like I didn't feel sick before this happened um, the only thing that's been unusual is that, well, I started to eat the grounding cake in the morning because I had one dream where I levitated and then I was scared that I would start floating during the day. So I started to eat grounding cake and Talele asked her, well, how much grounding cake did you have? And she said, well, I had one big slice every day for three days. And Talele said, oh, I see. Well, that is what's going on. And so Sienna said, well, why would the grounding cake made me feel bad if it's just something that I, that I take to feel better? And I was just doing it beforehand. And she said, well, that's not how grounding cake works. You know, grounding cakes responds to a need we have in our body. And if you put it on before something happens, it's not responding to what it needs to. It's, it's just responding to, to how your body is in the moment. And it can make you feel too grounded, too heavy. And that can come with a lot of other feelings. Sometimes when we try to take care of ourselves preemptively, it helps. But some things like medicine, if we do it before we need it, it can actually make us sick. It does, and that's just how grounding cake is. And Sienna said, well, I don't quite understand. And Tetla said, well, imagine... You know, taking grounding cake to Laylee. To Laylee said, well, imagine grounding cake is just like, you know, when you get a cut on your finger and it bleeds, what do you do? You wash it out. You clean it with maybe some alcohol or some uh, oxygenated water, some bicarbonate soda. And my elbow hurts. Yeah. On the inside. So, Talele explained, it's like when you get a cut, okay? When our body hurts or our emotions hurt, we do things to take care of ourselves, okay? It's called self-care. So, like, when you get a cut on your finger, you clean, it, you clean the cut, and then you put maybe some Neosporin on it, right? Or some healing salve, and then you cover it with a Band-Aid, and that takes care of the cut and helps it heal, 
right? But if you just put Band-Aids all over your body before you get cut, it's not going to do anything, okay? It just makes it so that it's really, you would have to cover your whole body in Band-Aids to protect the whole thing. And it would make it a little bit uncomfortable at the end of the day when you'd have to take all those Band-Aids off to take a bath. Or it might make it difficult to move. The Band-Aid and the, the, all of the cleaning that you do and the ointment works only after you have the cut. It's called self-care after an event. Preventative care is something that you can do before an event. And that you can do as much as you like, and it helps prevent things from happening. But self-care after an event, more like medicine, that you have to do after something happens. And if you do it beforehand, it can actually make you sick. And the grounding cake is making you sick. Oh, okay. I kind of get it. Well, is there anything that I can do that's preventative that will help me not float? And to lay Maybe that thing that the air that makes you feel float. What do you mean? You know the books you read that uh, there are things that like make you feel float. So maybe Sienna will go back to normal again if she eats every morning a piece only for three days. Sienna did without the ground. And that is exactly what Talaley asked. Talaley said, well, did you bring any of the potions, of the lightning potions with you? And she said, you know, I brought a few, but I didn't really think that they were for me to use. They were just um, in case Sophia wanted any because she really liked them. And so um, Talaley told her, drink one, a small dose of the lightning potion in the morning. One at noon and one at night tomorrow, okay? After you have the one in the morning, if you don't start to feel any better, call me. If you feel a little bit better, then go ahead and take the one at noon. If at noon you don't feel a little better after you take it, call me. If you do feel like you're a little bit better, take the one at night. And if at night you're not feeling better after you take it, call me. And if you are, go to sleep. And in the morning, call me to let me know how you feel. So Sienna did just that. She took the potions. And she didn't have to call to Laylee until the next morning because she felt better. And by the morning, everything that she was feeling, all her tiredness, had gone away. So she called to Laylee and let her know. And to Laylee said, It sounds like you are looking to learn some things that help you feel protected and safe before bad feelings come into your body or before things that you don't want to be happening in public happen. It sounds like you want to learn how to harness the things that are happening within you and how to prevent them, how to protect yourself. And Sienna said, yes, that's what I was trying to do when I was having the cake. I was trying to protect myself before the floating happened. And Talaley said, well, don't worry. One of the things that you can do is talk to your body and tell it before the day begins how you want the day to go. You can communicate that you don't want any floating to happen throughout the day. And you can let it know that that is something that you want only to happen in private. 
And Sienna said, what? If I talk to my body, my body's going to listen? And Talaili said, maybe, maybe not. But it's a, it's a technique that sometimes works for people. And Talaili said, you can combine it with the breathing. Because the breathing you can do whenever you want and it's not going to hurt you. The breathing isn't like the medicine of the cake. Okay? So, what you can do is that if you start to feel nervous about floating at camp, you can ask your body, please keep my feet on the ground and do a short grounding breath. And then continue. But every morning before you you get up and get out of bed, I want you to close your eyes and envision your whole day and, and tell your body, I want to have a day where I am just a kid at camp. Please keep my feet on the ground and my heart at peace so that I can enjoy being a kid today. And that's what she did. Every morning when she woke up, she would talk to her body and tell her body those words. And if at ever during camp she got very, very excited and she got nervous that she was about to start floating, she would close her eyes for a second, do a deep grounding breath, and tell her body, please keep my feet on the ground. I want to enjoy my day. And it worked. She was able to enjoy the rest of camp without floating again. When she got home, she was very excited to see her parents. And... Wait, I tell you. She was very excited to see her parents and her brothers and sisters. And her brother, a little brother, was so excited to see her when she got home that he had been waiting for her at the door for a very long time. But then, when she got home, he was also a little bit mad that she had been gone so for so long that he ran in the opposite direction. So, when he was running in the opposite direction, he tripped over a chair and fell and hurt his knee. And his knee had a little scratch and a little bit of blood. And Sienna ran right over to him and said, I'm so happy to see you, buddy. Are you okay? And he said, nothing, because he was crying, (laughs) because he hurt his knee and he was little. And Sienna went over and put her hands on his knee. And before she knew it, he wasn't crying anymore. And he was looking at her strangely. And he was looking at her hands strangely. And a light, a golden light, showed around his knee. And then when she moved her hand, the cut was gone. Her parents, her brother, were all with their mouths wide open. They had never seen anything like that before. They had never seen healing hands of light. And they didn't really see the light like she saw it. They just saw a little bit of a sparkle. And they saw that he had a cut and he was bleeding. And then they saw the bleeding cut was gone. And she learned that maybe that dream she had meant that her hands had something else to do besides cooking. That maybe her hands were supposed to help people heal. And that, and that was the end of that, um, of that chapter.